What is up? What is up? And it's me, it's me, it's Keen. We're back. We're in the building with another episode of the Hoop Dreams and TD Queens. As always, I am Keen. Jury will be joining me later on. Uh, has some errands to run real quick. You know, family comes first. But what is going on, y'all? Appreciate y'all here. Uh, again, we are live on the Sports Empire Network. Uh, and also, we will be on the Roku Network at 7 p.m. over there at Northeast Streaming Production Sports. Uh, definitely, definitely check us out. And again, we're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio. So look out for the audio version. Daniel Barry, what is going on? Appreciate you, as always, uh, stopping by. Um, but I know this isn't, we don't really talk about baseball here, but I got to talk about the breaking news that happened not too long ago. Uh, Shohei Otani is not moving uh, states of California. He will be staying in L.A., not with the Los Angeles Angels, but he goes over to the NL, to the Dodgers, and signs a 10-year deal, $700 million, $70 million a year, $70 million a year for Shohei Otani becoming the highest-paid MLB player right now. That is crazy. You're paying all this money for a DH who's not even going to be pitching this year. It, it, it's crazy. That means... The Dodgers went all in on this. You know, they still have a good, talented roster. Pitching-wise, we'll see. But Shohei's not going to be pitching at all next season. He won't pitch to 2025. Two-way deal. I think paying that much money is a little crazy, in my opinion. Did the Dodgers reach? I think they did. Now, if the Dodgers don't win, Three at least three World Series in that 10-year span. This was a waste of money. Waste of money. Yes, is Shohei a great player? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am not taking the talent away from this man, but 700 million is a is a stretch for me. I that's a that's a lot of money, y'all. I don't know what how y'all feel. That is a lot of money. I hope it pans out in the long run and gets the Dodgers to the postseason. They get to the postseason, but they get kicked out in the first round. They don't even make it past the second year, year two. They got kicked out the first round. They couldn't even make it to the divisionals. Um, Exactly. Otani is the best player in baseball, with no doubt. I think it's an overpay. I really do think it's an overpay. Um, we was hearing all this stuff where he's going to go. Made me think about Kawhi Leonard, where he uh, 
you know, he had the world on edge trying to figure out where he's going to go. But he decides to stay in L.A., just go to the National League side, switch stadiums, switch colors. He is now going to be in the blue instead of the red. I, I just don't know what to say. It's just crazy amount of money, how baseball has crazy amount of money, no cap. He's definitely setting the bar high now for these uh for these guys. So uh, Soto just went to the Yankees. We don't know what his deal was for. Um, those numbers didn't come out yet either, but I am sure, I am sure uh those numbers is high. Key, you would have to deal with them now. I mean, the everybody plays everybody. National League, you know, the National League. American League, everybody sees at least each other once. Um, but yeah, we always we always see the Dodgers, and yeah, we gotta see him too. So it, it's it's just crazy. Um just crazy. I, I just can't believe the contract. Um I'm, I'm just in awe right now of the contract. Um, but you again, you guys, if y'all are tuning in, jury will be here a little later on the show. I am holding it down until she gets back. Uh, but, you know, the show still goes on. And, again, make sure y'all tune in to, uh, again, everything here on the Sports Empire Network. Make sure you subscribe and like to the channel if y'all have not. Just sharing things out here in a minute. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty of things. Again, we have a great show for y'all today. I just had to throw this out here because of it was breaking news. And, yes, it's it's sports-related. I know we don't really go deaf in the MLB, but I just felt like this was something I had to get off my chest and talk about Shohei Otani's big old deal. Again, crushing the MLB when it comes to numbers and contracts. It's it's just crazy. Um, but let's get on get on down here to things, nitty-gritty of things here. Uh what's going on, Robert? Appreciate you for tuning in. Um, yeah, so it is it, 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 it's crazy. It's uh, all right, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty of things here, y'all. Um, we do have some basketball on tonight. We got the in-tournament play. Against the Indiana Pacers and Angeles Lakers. Now, Pacers are playing Great basketball right now. They are the number one scoring uh, team in the NBA. I believe it's a hundred and like fifty, hundred between one hundred and forty-five to one hundred and fifty points a game they score. And then you got the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James at thirty-nine, still producing, still scoring buckets, still doing what he do at a high level at the age of thirty-nine. LeBron James takes excellent care of his body. And the youngsters should be, uh, you know, a little bit ashamed here. You know, the game before that when the Lakers play Zion, Zion looks out of shape, overweight. They've been telling this man to lose weight for years. I just don't understand. The summer he was working out, he looked ripped, and now he comes in, you know, he's overweight. Um, just look, it reminds me of the Charles, Charles Barkley situation. You know, he was overweight, but he got the weight taken care of, and Charles Barkley was a dominant player in that era. LeBron James takes excellent care of his body. AD should take notes. Um, you know, you can't keep having a roller coaster, 
years AD, AD in one game will be 30 and 15. In the next game, he's 10 and 7. Like, come on, AD, I just don't get it. But tonight, Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers will take on the Lakers in the end-season finals. This should be fun. Indy is definitely a fun bunch to watch. Who would have thought that the Pacers would uh would would you know playing this well? I mean, they they had a good draft. Tyrese Halliburton. I know the Kings are kicking themselves in the tail right now with this contract that um they had and trading him away to the Pacers. Are the Kings kicking themselves? Uh, but Tyrese Halliburton is playing the lights out. Um, previewing this game, again, Tyrese Halliburton is going to be a star. Definitely can see him as an all-star this year. Um, again, they're, they're on, Indiana is facing L.A. on a three-game winning streak. They're 12-8. and eight. They're fifth in the Eastern Conference. Lakers also are, is fifth. In the Western Conference, um, fourteen and nine. Again, the big, the big game is tonight. Now the Pacers are five and three in road games, and they are the top team in the Eastern Conference with fifty nine point seven points. And as per game, led in the point, led in the paint by Tyrese Halliburton, averaging eight point uh, seven. Now the Lakers, ten point two made three pointers per game this season. The same game point average that the Pacers are giving up. Now, the Pacers do average 16.4 more points per game than the Lakers allow their opponents to score, which is a 112. Dante, what's going on? Damian says Halliburton's MVP definitely could put him in there as a front runner. Pause on the conversation. Now, Anthony Davis, now you know he is averaging 13 points, 12.6 rebounds, 3.1 assists. 2.8 blocks per game, and LeBron James is averaging 2.33 pointers over the last 10 games for LA. Uh, Halliburton also is 26.9 points per game in scoring, four point, uh, getting four rebounds per game. Can't forget about his supporting cast and Buddy, Buddy Hugh. He's averaging over 2.53 pointers over the last 10 games for Indiana. Uh, again, the last 10 games, the Lakers are 7-3, and three, and they're averaging 114.1 points per game, 46 rebounds, 27 assists, 7 steals, and 4.5 blocks per game while shooting 48% from the field, and their opponents have averaged at least 108 uh, points per game, which isn't, which isn't bad. Definitely isn't bad for the Lakers. Um, Pacers, now they're 6-4. and four. Averaging 130.8 points, 38 rebounds, 29 assists, 8.3 steals, 6.8 blocks per game while shooting 51% from the field. That's at least half, which isn't bad. Tupac World, what's going on? Appreciate you. Uh, their, their opponents, they average about 20, 126 uh, points um, as well. Got some injuries for this game. Jared Vanderbilt is day-to-day. -day. Gabe Vincent is out with a knee. Of course, LeBron is day day with a calf. Ainsley Davis is day by day with a adductor injury. But I believe uh, AD and LeBron will play this game, and I think Jared Vanderbilt will be available as well. And, and Andrew Nimbard and Jalen Smith are out for the Pacers. 
So again, this game is going to be crazy. And it's going to be on NBC. It's a primetime game, 8.30. Uh, so make sure y'all tune in. But who do y'all got winning this game? Who do y'all see winning this game? Y'all got the Pacers. Do y'all got uh, the Lakers? Um, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say I think the, the Indy could take this game. It, it, it's crazy because the, they're in Vegas. The winner gets 100 and uh, gets 500K. So, uh, oh, what's going on, uh, Earn? No problem. So, um, I mean, get an extra incentive. I mean, D-Lo already said he'll go on a vacation, take his family and friends. Uh, why not? Hold on, y'all. Just got to text my, my son for a minute, tell him to bring some packages in the house. Um, but I can definitely see Indy winning this game. Uh, a break of uh, a upset, but I feel like this is going to be a great game either way. Some way, somehow, the NBA wants the Lakers and LeBron to be in some type of championship. Uh, there's already memes already breaking down the Lakers. Oh, this is LeBron's championship. Oh, this is his half, uh, you know, his four and a half championships. Uh, but it, it's crazy. But it should be a great matchup for uh, tonight. Of course, y'all, it is not a show if we're not talking about the one James Harden and, again, Daryl Morey. Now, it did come out that James Harden said on an interview that Daryl Morey did promise him the max. I'm so glad Daryl Morey did not pull that trigger. Some way, somehow, I believe that Josh Harris, who is the owner of the Sixers, just, you know, to said, do not pull this trigger, and I'm not signing. I'm not signing this check for James Harden to get a max deal. For one, James Harden don't deserve a max. Does he deserve to get paid? Of course. I'm not saying that you can't get your money, but a max deal definitely is not it. Um, he took a pay cut last year so Maury can bring in players to help out the Sixers. Okay, you bring in the old behind P.J. Tucker, $33 million for three years. That, that that contract was crazy. You get it bring in a Daniel House. Okay, nothing spectacular. Okay, a bench player. Um you get to the you, you get to the second round, and Harden has two games. I'm not blaming it all on Harden. Embiid has some work, had had you gotta hold Embiid accountable to. But he had two games in the playoffs. Two games. Where was you on game six and seven, James? Where was you at? Nowhere to be found. Harden does this in the playoffs. He disappears in the playoffs. He's saying all this stuff. He was in China. Daryl Murray is a liar and I'm not playing for him. But, James, you didn't have to opt in. The reason why Harden opted in is because he thought that he was going to get this max. I understand where your frustration is, and uh, I agree. If someone promised you something, you're going to go along with it. But Daryl Murray and James had this relationship throughout their careers in Houston, and he wanted to be in Philly because because this is where Daryl Murray was. But Brooklyn did not want to – Brooklyn, you know, Raphael Stone and the, the, the Rockets did not want to trade Harden to Philly when they knew that Daryl Murray was over there. So he had no choice but to go to Brooklyn. You know, they couldn't – they had a, a big three there. Nothing happened. You know, Kyrie got hurt. Harden got hurt. It was all up to KD. If KD didn't step on the line, you know, we probably would be a different story here. But 
Um, how he did things, I mean, he could have did things a little differently. Again, he didn't have to opt in either. He could have opted out, and he could have been the free agent. Somebody would have picked him up. But the Clippers, they wanted him. They traded him. I believe the Sixers got the better deal. We're playing better without James Harden, in my opinion. Maxi is on another level. Definitely, I believe Maxi will be a, um, an all-star this year. The Clippers, they're finally getting things together. I mean, P.J. Tucker, not so much. I mean, we all know P.J. Tucker's not a scorer. His job is to rebound the ball and give it to Harden. Now, uh, they did win yesterday, so Kawhi and P.G. and those guys are figuring ways to win. But does that – does another free agent star want to come in here and they think maybe, oh, well, maybe Daryl Murray, he's not the guy. He, he might promise me somebody I'll not get it, and I don't get it. I don't think so. The free agents are going to want to come here because of Tyrese Maxey and Joe B. Not because Daryl Morey promised James Harden uh, money, but we still have money to give a max player a contract. Um, we, we're going to be trading somebody at the deadline. Could it be a Tobias Harris at the trading deadline? Indy did say they needed a strong body. So who's to say that Tobias Harris will not be on the trading block again? Um, that's my bold prediction. I think Tobias Harris won't be here. Uh, when it comes to the trading block, I think they will trade him somehow, some way. And, you know, bring in another star, hopefully, to get us past the Boston Celtics in the second round. We already beat Boston once. Um, they're up 2-1 in the series, in the in the season series. I believe we played them one more time this year. Um, Boston can be beat. I know Porzingis. He's a little injury prone right now, but we'll, we'll definitely see. But Darren Murray promised James Harden the max. That's why James Harden went it out. That relationship is already fractured and done. So did he go about it the wrong, the right way? No, not in my opinion. I just feel like he was a big baby about it. But I get it. They promised you the max. But you, in my opinion, don't fit in Nick Nurse's system. You don't fit in Nick Nurse's system. He's not about iso ball. Um, and, and with Nick Nurse, he definitely not. He he he's definitely not the ISO type in the way Nick Nurse um, runs his offense. Spacing, move ball movement is great. Is so I, I'm happy that James Harden is going. I didn't want him in the first place. I feel like we was better. We better without him. And the record shows we're playing much better without um without. You know, James Harden, but Tobias for DeMar, DeMar Levine. I don't know, Damian, about Lamar and Levine, but y'all are on the four game winning streak right now with the Bulls. So, I mean, you, you're doing something right. Isn't it? I think Levine is hurt right now, isn't he? I think Levine is, is hurt. But we're going to talk about Levine. Good segue. Speaking of uh, Levine, Zach Levine. I, I swear I had a picture here. Zach Levine, of course, we all know that Boston, uh, that the Chicago Bulls want to blow things up. Uh, is DeRozan going to get traded? Zach Levine, is he going to be traded? I believe at the trading deadline, they will trade Zach Levine, but it looks like no suitors want a Zach Levine. 
except for one team. And that is the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons actually want to trade for DeMar DeRozan. I mean, Levine. And here we go. We got Jury is here. What's going on, Jury? What's going on? I'm all right. How about yourself? I can't complain. Just you know, I did, go, did go over the, uh, the in-tournament finals for tonight. We got Hollibird and the Lakers. Who do you think win that game? I want my Lakers to win it because I want it, it – I'm going to say Lakers. I'm going to be homer here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana kind of did what they usually – what young athletic teams usually do to the Lakers, which is showboat. And uh, what's going on, Kyle? And we did – I did go over a little bit James Harden and the Daryl Morey situation. How, you know, Daryl Morey promised him the max. And did he go it about right? Any Any final thoughts about that? I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of it. James, let it go. You are a clipper. And Daryl, practice better business practices and quit being unethical. Tired I definitely agree. Yep. All right, so Zach Levine. Zach Levine, I did hear that uh the Pistons could be thinking about Zach Levine. The Pistons right now, I believe, on a 19-game losing streak. Y'all heard me, y'all. 19-game losing streak. I don't know what's going on with Monty Williams over there. I know they got a bunch of young talent. I don't know if he just don't know what to do their roster, how to put it together right now. Do they need a veteran player? I definitely agree that the Pistons do need some type of veteran over there, the leadership. I know Jalen Duran is out right now. That was that, you know, he's a young center for them. Do you think a good fit would be Zach Levine in Detroit? No. Uh, I mean, for veteran presence, yes. But Detroit has always had this issue with developing players, and it kind of shows their place as like this trash franchise, but does Zach Levine make all of their problems go away magically? No. The problem is you have all this talent. You've had a whole bunch of high draft picks because you've stunk for so long. And you haven't even developed them to a quarter of what they could have been. So it's like until their de- how they develop their players changes, I don't know if it's front office-wise or if it's the coaches that they're bringing in. I don't know if it's just a general organization, but as as long as they continue to not develop these players, Detroit is going to have always have these issues. Zach Levine is just like a Band-Aid on top of the bigger problem. Detroit started off 2-0, and and then after that, it's been a wrap after that. Um, can't finish games. Um... It, it, it's just it's 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 crazy. They always get the high draft picks, but never it never works out. And they got one of the Thompson twins. They're two and twenty right now. Nineteen game losing streak, and I believe it's funny because I think the Sixers actually had the the record for the losing streak at one point back in the day when they were bad. Um, but two and two and eighteen. That I mean two and twenty. That's I thought Memphis started off rough. And Kate Cunningham is actually, you know, the leading scorer with 22 points per game. And also, Pistons, I got a bone to pick with y'all. How are you going to ask for 
first oh. round, first round or a first round pick for a Bojan Bradanovich who is 35. Are you just smoking? They at the bottom of the bottle with that one. Bottom of the bottle. Because I'm like, who is going to pay that for that? You're not trading away one of your top stars. You're trying to trade away Bogdan, a 35-year-old who doesn't do much, but loaf around on the court and do cardio. Who is falling for that? You're not going to hoodwink anybody with that. You can't even dress him up as a princess and get somebody to fall for that. Like, but you're not, no, no. Detroit tried it. They no Nobody's going to be on the phone for that deal. Um, you know, maybe you can get them in a trading deadline. Um, you know, wave them, cut them, something, but nobody's going to give you a first round for it. For mm-hmm. a 35-year-old Vagdanovich. Um, that 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 was just crazy when I seen that. I don't, I don't know what's going on with Detroit's GM or he he I don't know if it was April Fool's joke. I you know in, in December, I, I don't know, but ain't nobody falling for that. Nobody's picking up the phone to to budge for that. They they're smoking some serious drugs. And in the words of Mr. Mackey from South Park, drugs is bad, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he said uh Damien said the Nets would accept it. The Nets wouldn't accept that trash. Josiah, I think, is a lot smarter than what they is, they, is they not they not accepting that. That is, pure is. craziness. I, I I couldn't believe it. So I don't know. Um do do they get rid of Monty Williams? I know it I if I'm Monty, I wouldn't have even took the Detroit job, Mm-mm. in my opinion. Um, hopefully he's not one and done this year, but it two and twelve, two and twenty. I I don't know. I just don't know. They're gonna play some spoilers for some folks, but um they're 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 looking bad right now. Oh yeah. My warriors stink like heart <laughs> like garbage truck juice this year. Not like the pistons. Not like the pistons. Not like the pistons. Uh, anybody but the Pistons. Jaron Duran, he's leading the and rebounds. And not like Memphis either. The team, uh, you know, they they're going to be even when Ja comes back. I don't, it, it's it's he, it's not much saving they can do. He can do. Mm-hmm. The only it's so it's Washington three and eighteen, Detroit two and twenty, and then you got the Spurs three and eighteen. Those are your bottom of the barrel teams. Portland six and fifteen, Memphis six and fifteen. Utah seven and fifteen, but they don't. At least they don't have, you know, they're not bad, bad, but they're they're down there. Charlotte, Chicago's nine and fourteen, Toronto's nine and fourteen, but anybody, they are all better than Detroit. They are all better than Detroit. The, yes, the Pistons are the Panthers of the NBA. Pretty I, much, I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, last thing uh, in NBA before we switch over to NFL, and that's where all the, the nitty gritty topics are at that that we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna go in on. Um, <laughs> I thought this was funny. <laughs> we couldn't talk about it last last week because I was in uh, Minnesota. Um, we had Ume Adoka of the Houston Rockets gets kicked out the game because he called LeBron a starts with a B, ends in itch. Um. Pretty much, you know, he pretty much called himself right there in front of the ref. 
I mean, if I'm the ref, I wouldn't have kicked him out, gave him a tech. I mean, they're just jabbing at each other. What do you think about the whole situation? You know, LeBron was like, oh, don't do that. You know, LeBron could have went low, low. It's like, but you cheated on me me along, me along. But what do you think about the whole, you know, thing with uh, uh, Udoka getting kicked out? Uh, I would have went there if I was LeBron. If you want to sit here and tell tell me that I'm a B-word and that I'm B-wearing around, I'm going to go there. That's just me personally, but I feel like with this situation, Ime might have been trying to prove a point to those young players that you can stand up to these guys. You can play like you have a purpose, which they have. The Rockets have been playing pretty purposeful lately, so you can might you might say that it works. Yeah, when you say yeah, he it like he that, didn't appreciate that. It's kind of disrespectful. I would have took disrespect, took accept, exception to that too. And like I said, I would have hit below the belt. Oh, I'm a, that's why you got your took. Bye. Like, that's just me personally. But LeBron clearly don't have that type of scheme. Yeah, he ain't petty like some people. Cause I, I'm I, sure you know somebody else probably would have said it. Like, um, didn't you? Uh, why would you know? Nia Long, they surely could have brung up that. That that's definitely would have been uh, the next to get chopped. Um, but you know the ref was standing right there. You got it. At least you got to give it to Udoka. Uh, he you know he he got the guts and the balls to, to say it to say it right there. Like you know he's not backing down. He got Houston playing well. They're balling. They're they're actually not bad this year. You know, they are definitely come up from last year. Could they be a playoff team? It's possible. Could they be a playing team? We don't know. But Houston's they playing well. The they definitely got the coach to get them there. Um they beat the Lakers. So. They did beat the, you know, we all know LeBron and he's gonna get calls. He complains, he flops. Even though I haven't seen the NBA, the refs call. What happened to oh, if it's a flop, we're not, you know, you're you're gonna get called for it or whatever. The refs has been bad everywhere, NFL and the NBA. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what's, what's going on with that. But we this all know LeBron's going to be his calls, and LeBron. That's like I said, the playing tournament. They want to see LeBron in something with a championship. But um, I, I thought this was hilarious. They asked LeBron what they was talking about. He gonna say Thanksgiving. Come on, LeBron. Come on. Thanksgiving. You could have came up with something else better than that. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So, I mean, that. All right. So, before we switch into the NBA, the, the NFL side, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Pavel the Cat and Evan Rev Reynolds. And we are two guys in Hockey Talk. We are here every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time to talk all things hockey. What are we talking about, Evan? We talk KHL, AHL, ETHL, every HL hockey league you can think about, prospects, juniors, even the professional women's hockey league. Yeah, we love it. And we have a website, Two Guys in Hockey Talk. So give us a follow. we got articles on all things related to hockey. And we're writing all throughout the season. So make sure you're tuning in. We're also on X or Twitter. Uh, you can find me at hockey underscore two. And you can follow me at Revan M. Or you can also go to twoguysandhockeytalk.com to follow everything. We love hearing from you guys, so make sure you tune in, comment, like, give us a follow on our Facebook and YouTube page. We love hearing from you guys, and 
it's a blast talking all things hockey, right, Evan? Hey, man, it is. So, as we say every show, in the meantime and in between time. Keep your sticks on the ice. Cheers. Cheers. All right, that was the two guys in Hockey Talk talking everything hockey. I had a pleasure and a ball to be on their show last uh, Wednesday. We was talking some hockey. Um, so make sure y'all tune in every Wednesday night right here on the Sports Empire Network. I just like to fight. At 9 p.m. <laughs> so um, it, was, it, was, it was definitely fun um, being on the, uh, the hockey show. Uh, but we're going to tune into some NFL. We got some spicy topics for the NFL for y'all. Oh, man. We got Mike Tomlin in the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then we also got Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans. But these fans want them gone. They want them fired. Jerry, talk about the Titans because you're Titans. You hearing the fans want Vrabel gone. What's up with yeah. that? Hi, what's side, But Titans fans apparently want Vrabel gone because Vrabel is the problem of our offensive line being horrible. Vrabel's the issue of some of my secondary getting all always getting having a hamstring insignificant hamstring issue. Um, Vrabel is the issue when it comes to picking the players. Apparently, and it's like. Let me get my thoughts together. Because with Titans fans, they're very impatient. Like, yeah, they don't realize that our previous – this is the first year of a new GM head coach combo. Clearly. It's going to take time. It's Rabel's fault for everything. It's Rabel's fault that the ball don't get snapped correctly and it's too high. It's Rabel's fault that the offensive line collapses in 0.5 seconds. Like, it's – with the amount of misses that John Robinson, the previous general manage, manager, did in the draft and that dumb, stupid, no good, A.J. Brown trade that definitely set us back years. That he killed this team. And it's not Vrabel's fault that he killed that the team is bad. Like, the pieces that Rand has went and got, Peter Skorowski, he's very he's a very good offensive lineman. Uh, Aziz Alshair could be in the Pro Bowl this year. We have solid pieces. We're trying to fix this team, but it's not a one-year process. And Titans fans are definitely impatient, and they don't see it. They, one, Another argument on their side, I do agree with he can be a little outdated, but at the same time, give him time to get the pieces enough to modernize the offense. Right now, the only problem with my team is that the offense is not very good. So it was like, yeah, one was Malik Willis, which is a J-Rob pick, and then the second was Will Levis. So that that is it. That tells you a lot. But as far as Tomlin is concerned, there's a lot of dysfunction going on in Pittsburgh. And usually we don't hear of Pittsburgh being a dysfunctional franchise, especially with Tomlin. He usually is good at keeping it hush-hush. But the fact that they're winning, they were winning games and still was having dysfunction, 
Like you have Deontay Johnson, whatever his last name is. Is Johnson. Uh, okay. Make sure I'm right. Um, quitting on a play and then saying I didn't see the football. You didn't see it because you didn't block, you idiot. Like, come on. That right. pathetic excuse. And then you have your offense is just horrible. Even after Kenny Pickett. But Kenny Pickett wasn't no good. After Mac Canada, you got some improvement. It still ain't no good. So you have upset receivers. You don't know what you're doing. Your defense is bound to get got at times. So it's like there's dysfunction, but they figure out the way to win games. I don't know if you put this all on Tomlin, but how many people can you get rid of? With him, I see it. With, with Mike Tomlin, I mean, yeah, I get it. Pittsburgh had to – he's he's never had a losing season. Again, everybody has their down year. Since he's been there, okay, two Super Bowls, you know, they haven't gotten back there. But they're always in the playoffs. They just can't get over the hump. Right now, I feel like they don't know how to use their players, especially when George Pickens. That dude is a stud. George He's Pickens a stud. is a stud. And y'all not using him right is absolutely beyond me. Jaden um, Warren, Jalen Warren is actually playing better than Najee Harris, but y'all still got Harris in the starting lineup. TJ Watt, he's concussed right now. Um, their defense is still legit. I don't know how the hell they lost to the Patriots. Uh, they sold me and my pick them the first dang on game. The first game. Okay. I, I was going to pick the Patriots anyway, but it I had a feeling. And then you had Trubisky. I was like, okay, we got a game now. Three-point game. All y'all had to do, y'all went for the home run hit. Just take first base. Two yards was all y'all had to get. Two like, yards. You went for the home run hit. You're not we're not used to you doing clown stuff like this. This is something that I think the Chargers would do. They just figured out a way to lose. Like what come on? I was so irked. I'm like, now you want to pass the pickings? No. You got two yards. You could have did a screen because they 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 wasn't gonna let you run it. Trubisky <laughs> could have ran two yards, a screen would have worked. You go for the home run hit when you just needed first base. You just needed a single, a RBI to come in this game. Um, Lord, Damien says, Brable gets at least two years to fix it. I agree. If he can't fix it within the two years and you fire him, Tomlin should definitely get fired. Yeah, it's cool that he has a winning winning streak. I, I still don't think they're going to fire Tomlin. Now, Brable, okay. I, I can see that. If nothing you don't have change, another then, job. Then you, you boot him. But the way that Pittsburgh – values coaches and coaches to coach to a team means everything when it comes to players drafted and Tomlin has been that so I don't see that so one losing season they're not going to boot Tomlin do y'all give him hell about it mm -hmm. okay y'all can talk about him is he going is he getting soft or is he stale maybe you can say that but just straight up booting him that's not how the Steelers work yeah let Mike Tomlin get fired Tomorrow, he's gonna have a job Monday morning. He won't be off, he will not be off the market if Mike Tomlin gets fired. Tomlin not getting fired, Steelers don't operate like that exactly. Uh, but the streak is meaningless because Steelers not doing anything in the playoffs with that streak. I, I understand your point, Damien. I get it, but it's just that's not how the Steelers you don't fight. The Steelers will not fire a winning head coach without absolute. It has to be borderline criminal. You had 
Bill Cower was the longest reigning before Tomlin. He won a he won a championship, and then Tomlin won was it one or two? I think Tomlin won two one. Two Bowls won. He won, two. but still, Pittsburgh always has a winning record. Their defense is always legit. Offensively, they just need to get back to to winning games. I don't think Kenny Pickett, in my opinion, is the answer. Chuck Noll, there you go. Chuck Noll, you had um, Cower and now Tomlin. That's that's how Pittsburgh organization rolls. That's how they roll when it comes to coaching. So you're they they just not an organization that flip flop coaches every year. Now Tomlin goes on a losing streak season after season after season, then okay you're gonna boot him. But each each year they're in the playoffs each year. I get they don't win or they don't go to the Super Bowl, but how do you get rid of somebody who wins games every year? You don't you just don't do that. That's why that's why I said Tomlin's not going nowhere. So you you just you just can't boot them. Now, if in the next couple of years, if Pittsburgh don't go nowhere, maybe they have another losing season, um, then okay, maybe, maybe Tomlin's seat gets 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 warm, but it ain't gonna be scorching hot like some of these other coaches that's on the hot that's on the hot speak right. I mean, that's on the hot seat right now. Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is definitely one of them. Eberflus is another one. Brandon Staley should have been going the last year. So Belichick is is his his butt is scorching hot. These coaches are scorching hot right now. Um, Pittsburgh don't have that many games left. Pittsburgh right now they they're they're in a the hunt. They had that seventh seed. Um, their remaining games are Pittsburgh has the Colts. The Bengals, the Seahawks, and the Ravens next, the last four. They don't have an easy schedule. The Colts will play you tough. Minshew mania, whatever. But uh, the Ravens, they are what they are. I don't like the purple people, and I don't like complimenting them. So we're going to leave that animal <laughs> be. Um, who else did you say? Uh, they got the Ravens and the Seahawks. And the other birds. The sea chickens. I don't know what they're going to be. The sea chickens. They're <laughs> flip-floppy. Too much. So, I feel like they have some winnable games, but it's going to be tough. And, yeah, uh, uh, it is. I don't I don't see them winning four. Um, if they do, they're going to need some help. Um, Divine intervention. To get in. Uh, um, we're, we're just gonna get right into that since you know it's you brought it up since I brought it up as soon as I find the damn picture. Um, here we go. But right now the playoff picture is is interesting. Right now we got over there in the AFC the Miami Dolphins. Are the number one seed right now? Surprising. So they are. So it is Miami, Baltimore, KC, Jacksonville. T Law is a possible. T Law is a possibility that he plays, which is which is questionable, which is shocking to me. 
How is he questionable with that high ankle sprain? Um, I, I wouldn't even risk it. Go ahead. I wouldn't even yeah. risk it with Trevor. I'm like, eh. So winning seasons is more important than winning in the playoffs and the championships. I, I, they, they get to the playoffs every year is what I'm saying. I get it. You're not going to fire a head coach who gets to the playoffs every year, regardless if they're, that's the goal, to get to the playoffs and get to the championship, regardless if they lose or not. Each year they get there is what I'm saying. So you're not just going to get rid of somebody who gets to the playoffs every single year. You're, they're not going to get rid of Tom. They're, they're just not going to get rid of him. Hmm. Um, Kansas City is is third. They're third seed winning. You know, they're the division leader right now in the, in the West. And then you got Jacksonville uh, is fourth. And then you got Cleveland still in the hunt. Cincinnati, you got Indy. Houston moves up into that seventh spot. And in the hunt, you still got Pittsburgh, Denver, Cincinnati and Buffalo at six and six. I don't like that. There's three teams from my division that are either in the playoffs or in the hunt. And not now one of them is mine. Good Lord. <laughs> Y'all pouring right in the face. But who who do you think gets that seventh and final seed? Do you think Houston loses it, or will Pittsburgh or Denver or maybe Cincinnati comes up? Maybe Buffalo. Who do you think gets that seventh seed? I'm not giving Cincinnati much of a chance. Well, Jake Browning is pretty decent from one game. In one game, I need to see more. But uh, I'm thinking Houston. How they look with C.J. Stroud. They could hold on to that, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh, how being Pittsburgh is, found a way to steal that spot. But I wouldn't – I'd take Houston keeping that spot. I would like to see Houston keep that spot. Texans are nice. Yeah, Texans are nice. Um, it's funny how we, you know, we talked about Denver. Denver is second place in the division. Yeah. And Denver is another team that could take that spot too. Um, Cincinnati six and six, Houston seven and five, Indy seven and five. That AFC South is heating up. Definitely Without heating up. Without my team in it, uh, Pittsburgh's QB is uh, the yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I still don't think Kenny Pickett's their their answer for Pittsburgh. Um, but that is your AFC playoff side. Now we got the NFC. It's still heating up in the NFC. Eagles are number one seed right now at 10 and 2. You got San Fran winning the West. They're number two seed at 9 and 3. Detroit is winning the North at 9 and 3. And you got Atlanta. Again, the South Division. The NFC South is poop too, is weak. But Atlanta, six and six record. There are number four. And you got Dallas five and nine and three. Minnesota six and six. They're the sixth seed. And Green Bay is six and six also. Six uh, the seventh seed. You got Seattle, the Rams, Tampa Bay, and even New Orleans in the hunt right now. But six and seven seed definitely could change. Minnesota. Is six and six right now. Minnesota has the Raiders, 
the Bengals, the Vikings, I mean the, the Lions, Packers, and then Lions again. That's Ooh. their remaining schedule. Um, interesting. Minnesota is definitely going to be interesting to watch. And, Jay, and uh, Josh Dobbs will be starting. And they get their receiver back. Justin Jefferson comes back. Mm-hmm. Green Bay. They have the Giants, Tampa, the Panthers, the Vikings, and then they got the Bears remaining. They got a soft schedule. Like, good. What the, they play all the cupcakes at the end. They're pretty set up to make a nice playoff push if they can win and stop being inconsistent. Um, Eagles going all the way. I'm not just a, <laughs> I, I'm not saying we going all the way yet. I, I'm, I'm not even. I, we gotta get past Dallas first. Um, yeah, Green Bay has a Charmin schedule. Lord, um, the Rams, the Ravens, the Commanders, the Saints, the Giants, 49ers. I don't see the Rams. I don't. I, I don't. I see, don't see I don't, them I don't, making I don't that push to get in. That's no. just my opinion. The Rams might sneak in if Minnesota doesn't do well. Oh yeah. Because at this point, it'll also be contingent on other people doing other stuff. Um, Atlanta, six and six right now. They got the Falcons, the Panthers, the Colts, the Bears, the Saints. And the Saints are still in the hunt as well at five and seven. Mm. Bill, uh, Bills need that seven seed more with everything going on in Buffalo with Von Miller and McDermott controversy. Bills need to get in. We're gonna talk about Von Miller, but we, the, Bills, the Bills, the Bills are sitting at number 11, uh, 11th right now. They're not even. They got in. the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, and then the Dolphins left. It sounds like a whole bunch of no. But. These la- exactly these last few games are going to be really really competitive. Um, the Bills and Chiefs, I, it's going to be a shootout in my opinion. Well, no, it's not going to be a shootout because Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes ain't got reliable receivers to catch. The Bills and the uh, Dallas that should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Bill, maybe the Bills in Miami. The Bills should be able to beat the the, the Chargers and they should be able to beat New England. And the one um, thing about the Patriots, they do play the Bills tough, so I wouldn't be surprised. They- so the Bills definitely need to beat the Chiefs. They definitely need to beat the Cowboys. If the Bills play Bills football, they can definitely win out. I got a feeling they're going to lose to the Cowboys, and I think they might lose to either the Chargers, Bills, or Miami again. Um but if the Bills can't the Bills the Bills can't beat New England, everybody needs to be fired. They already said McDermott's job is safe. Um, so yeah, this is going to be the Bills kind of test right here. Um, it, it, but going down the stretch, it's definitely going to get interesting. Um, Minnesota, Green Bay, and the Rams, maybe even Seattle. Seattle's last games are. 49ers, the Eagles, Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. And right now, I think Gino is out with a growing injury. I think he may not play Sunday against the, sea, the 49ers. The sea chickens are so flippy floppy that 
bench with Josh Allen. What? They're not going to do that. Um. Oh, they will never make it to the playoffs if they bench Josh Allen. What are you talking about? <laughs> now you sounded like you sounded like da- David Carr talking about the Eagles need to bench Jalen Hurts. Come on now. <laughs> Billy, the Billy Goats are disappointing this year. But the Sea Chickens, they're so flippy floppy. I see them either borderline. They could win a few of those games. I'm on, I know my Titans are a bad team right now, but they're still competitive. No matter how you want to put it, they're still competitive. We just lost by three. So, despite everything that's going on with my team. Look, I ain't even going to hold you. Will Levis ain't bad. No, he's pretty decent. Will Levis ain't bad. And if we can, once we protect him, imagine what he can do. Um. So, yeah, I feel like they have the, they could win most of those games, but Seattle, I don't know what I'm going to get week to week with them. Some and DK really bothers me when he starts not caring about the flags that he gets. Oh no, that's why he that's why he signs now. When he scores in the end zone, he sign language, staying in the own business. So he was like, F these flag, Johnny. <laughs> um, so that's your playoff picture. MVP. Who is the front runner right now? You some could say Brock Purdy. You got Dak Prescott. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Hurts. Now, I'm going to take my bias off for a second. And I know Hurts is still in the running. If Dallas beats Philly on Sunday, Dak is your front runner. Dak has been balling these last games, even though they're against the cupcake teams, but you can't help who's in front of you. You can't, you can't. If they on schedule, you got to play them. Just like they said to us last year on your hand and stone schedule, we don't make the schedule. <laughs> they gave them their kind of out of their wacky team, out of the poopy teams early. Gave them the Giants already, Washington, the Jets. They lost the carrot. They lost to the Cardinals. Now they got their gauntlet coming up. But if Dak beats the Eagles, he is your front runner for MVP. I'm going to be a contrarian and I'm going to say Brock Purdy. Just because I don't like the cow things. But uh, my MVP frontrunner is Brock Purdy because considering how the 49ers are bludgeoning people, you saw what they did to your Eagles. I felt bad. That's how I felt when we played the Browns. I felt really bad. But I know Dak has been balling and I do agree. If they should win versus Philly, if I think that because this is a really big game that the lights are going to be on very bright and some stupid is going to happen to Dallas and they lose like they always do, that's what I'm feeling like is going to happen in this game. But if they somehow win this game and he plays very well, no interceptions, no turnovers, no fumbles, and no questionable throws, I Thoroughly believe Dak Prescott will be the front runner. As much as that pains me to say, but again, yeah. I had to take bias out. And again, I do give credit where credit is due. I, I, I'm not no hater like that. If I see somebody balling, regardless if they're in my division or not, and they're my rival and I hate them, I got to give Dak Prescott credit. Dak has been playing lights out right now. 
Again, if he finds a way to beat Philly, regardless of our struggles on the defensive side, us not running the ball, if they find a way to beat the Eagles on Sunday, Dak is your front runner. I still got us with a no. <laughs> Praying to God we win this game. Because y'all going to see me on Sunday night have a fit because I will be calling the game. John know what's going on. Um, he, said, he said the Silicon Valley 49ers. So, yeah, I, if, if Dak wins, he's your 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 MVP frontrunner. Tyreek Hill, I get it. You will be the first um, non-quarterback to win. I, I just don't like how it's always – the quarterbacks always are MVPs. I get it. You know, the quarterback does everything. But at the same time, who – you throwing it to a, a raw receiver or the running backs get it. The last non-quarterback to win it was AP. So why if Derrick Henry got ran for 2,000 yards and didn't get an MVP poll, I feel like that was the year when he ran for 2,000 yards that he should have got MVP. He did. He got offensive player of the year. He didn't get MVP. Oh, he didn't? Who got MVP that year? Was it Patrick or something like that? All right. Purdy is not the CMC, Debo, and Kittle. We saw that. That when Debo and him, he got injured that one game. Trent Williams was also out, so he, he he was getting hit more during those three games. And for the 49ers to say, we showed Dallas the blueprint on a do hurts. No, Bosa. No, Nick Bosa. Because no. you was getting your ASS handled by Nick by Lane Johnson. Nick Bosa, don't start, don't start your stuff because Lane Johnson was in your butt all game. Okay. Can you know I stand by Purdy, but he doesn't deserve uh MVP CMC does. But he's not gonna get it. He doesn't have a chance. Um it, the MVP. It's gonna be crazy. Just like the Heisman is tonight, which comes on eight o'clock, by the way. Make sure y'all uh watch that to see who wins Heisman's. Uh is it gonna be Bo Nix? Is it gonna be Phoenix Jr.? My uh, M, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or Jaden Daniels, even though I I'm I'm a pick Jaden Daniels, but he's not going. But anyway, that was my little segue into college best in the college uh, football. Um, where are we at? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Everybody called me crazy and looked at me with 99 heads when I said that. Mike Evans is still going to put up a thousand yards. Oh, he's not. He's he always done it. Baker Mayfield as his QB. Mike Evans, tenth straight season with a thousand yards. And look at the quarterbacks he didn't had. Mike Evans posted ten straight seasons with a thousand yards, thousand plus receiving yards, catching passes from seven different quarterbacks: Jameis, Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Brian Fitzpatrick. Josh McCown, Mike Glennon, and Blaine Gabbard. Seven seasons, ten straight seasons with a thousand yards with seven different quarterbacks. Where do you put Mike Evans? He's definitely he's definitely top fifteen, borderline top ten, because it's like getting a thousand yards. In the season, it's just like a snap of a finger for him at this point. He's done it for 10 years straight. He is a dog, period. So, he's going to get his regardless of who's throwing it. I feel like he's either top top 15 at worst, borderline top 10 at best. Because, you know, you got the, the, the usual names that I just can't put over him over. 
So right now, if you're looking at receiving yards this season, Mike Evans mm-hmm. is number eight. We already have nine receivers, y'all. We are week 14. Nine receivers already at 1,000 yards plus. We mm-hmm. definitely could say that this is a passing league. Rushing, we only have one running back that's over the 1,000-yard mark, and that is Christian McCaffrey. So this is definitely a passing league, and we all know it. Tyreek Hill is leading the way. He got uh, almost 1,500 yards. C.D. Lamb is right under him. Keenan Allen is right under him. A.J. Brown is four. Jamar Chase is still at five, knowing he don't have his quarterback. Mm-hmm. He don't got his quarterback, and he's still over 1,000 yards. Amara St. Brown, Puka Nakua, a rookie, seventh, a rookie right now, is over 1,000 yards. Mike Evans, and then you got D.J. Moore with the poofy Chicago Bears. He's still able to get 1,000 yards. Nico Collins is going to be next because he's at 991 right now. Stefan Diggs is at 968, 967. Brandon IU could possibly get there. We're gonna, we could possibly see 12 receivers right now over the 1,000-yard mark this season, and we're only at week 14. Week 14. Did this prove that this league is a passing league over rushing? Period. At this point, you can't deny it. Like you said, the amount of re- receivers that are either in the 1,000-yard mark or um, approaching it, and the way that these offenses look with spreading the ball around is like, yeah, this is not this is not the old. I'm gonna run the football and then throw. I'm gonna it's this day of football is I'm coming out the gate throwing and you better stop it. Devontae Adams has eight fourteen. It's possible he can get a thousand yards. He, he can, can still hit it. He got four. They got four games to go. And you got uh, Chris Olave, Michael Pittman, Devontae Smith could possibly have another 1,000-yard receiving year uh, with the Eagles. This definitely is a passing league, and that is a damn good group of receivers that's over 1,000 yards right now. Nine so far. Three three receivers are definitely going to have it by by this uh, Sunday. will be over the 1,000-yard mark. Miko Collins, Stephon Diggs, and Brandon Ayuk definitely – um, is going to get there to get to the thousand. Um, so it is definitely a passing uh, league, um, which which is just definitely crazy. So we we did that. We talked about that. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Josh Wilson. I mean Zach Wilson. He's back starting, y'all. Jesus Christ, the Jets. Is I would have thrown a fit. You know, if I was Zach, Zach a lot better person. These athletes are a lot better per- people than I am. Because if you would have did that to me, if you not even bench me, you demote me to I'm not even, I don't even have to suit up. And then you think I'm finna start? Oh no. I'm like, <laughs> release me. This is beneath me. You you're not finna sit here and treat me like a a like a piece of trash, like a piece of paper. I need it one day, the next day I'm gonna throw it in the trash. You're not finna do that. We're not doing that. So he getting treated treat like leftovers. Exactly. That don't nobody want. And it's like, I feel bad for him because I still believe that he's talented. He can play smart football. He's not in the best situation being in New York. And if I like I said, I refuse to play if I'm Zach. But you know, money talks. 
Talks. I he said he decided to be back in the lineup. I don't believe like, it. This, this is a confidence booster. This is a confidence killer right here. This is a confidence killer. Like he was hot the one, you know, he he got put to the back burner because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Now he's the man. Now he's playing like pure trash and he gets demoted to a third string position. You get Tim Doyle, and then you got Trevor Simeon, who was on the couch taking his kids to school, and you call him up. Now you you don't get you get rid of Trevor Simeon. Now you demote Boyle, and now you're back in the starting lineup. How is this? How is this working with his confidence level? It can't. That's a killer, in my opinion. Like, They're like breaking they his man. Like they was doing with last year with Trubisky and Pickett. You bench Pickett, you start Trubisky, and then you bench Trubisky. Now you start and Pickett. How is that making a player's confidence better? It's not. it's not. What you're doing is you're breaking that player down, pretty much. It's like it's like what New England did to Mac Jones. And I feel really bad for Mac Jones because they broke him. Whack, whack and cheese. They broke him because he's he is in talent. He is very talented. He took him to a playoff game. But because you have bad decisions off of the coaching staff, who decide that I'm going to make a defensive coordinator and a special teams coach an offensive coach when they're not. You broke this man. That's what the Jets have done. The constant quarterback carousel. One One day I'm starting. Now you got Tim Bowles starting. Now I'm not even suiting up unless you need me. And then you scrap the other two. One, you got off the street. He wasn't even in the league. Simeon wasn't even in in the league anymore. Do I? Am I right? Yeah, he was. He was taking his kids to school. Yeah, his so he got him out the street. Got him. Got him from the street and bought him and placed him over me. Of course, I'm gonna feel some type of way. My confidence might be a little shot, and I'm not gonna want to play. I would be a little hesitant as well. I throw a fit. I'm like, y'all gotta get rid of me. Like you said, you know, Zach Wilson better than you. Better, like, I don't know if I, but like, you know, I don't, even, I don't even want to play no more. Like, y'all are just not going to, you know, but it is what it is. Last topic before we go here to picks prediction Von Miller is playing Sunday. We all know what Von Miller is accused of arrest warrant. He, he got bit and bonded out, uh, hit his pregnant wife, girlfriend, whatever. Do you think he should be playing Sunday? No, I mean. I guess if they look at the, um, if you look at the facts, which I have not, but I don't think he needs to be playing, period, right now. Like, what is the issue with sitting these players to the the side while the investigation plays out? I, especially when it comes to things of this magnitude, like putting your hands on a pregnant woman. What is so important other than that, that Von Miller needs to play? If those are the allegations, you need to take, sit sit down while the investigation plays out. I It looks, it makes it look like the NFL does not care. It's like, we don't care. We're going to let him play, even though he got arrested for this. So it was like, it I is mean, what look, it is. It I mean, I know Henry Ruggs killed the person, but they didn't wait. Mm-mm. They didn't wait to cut him. Snip. 
Um, let's look at the NBA with Adam Silva, Miles mm-hmm. Bridges, Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Who else? They're still playing while stuff is going on. Uh, I mean, maybe you could say Brandon Miller, but that happened in college. Um, you know, they're playing. John Morant, he got suspended. I mean, he didn't do nothing but flash a gun. His he, was he more of like a twice. repeated offense thing. It was like Adam told him to stop once, and then his stupid butt decided to go do it again. If that's the case, anyone could bring an allegation and make the player sit. This is not the set. This is the second time. What's going on, us? Like, this is the second time that the Bills did this. Remember, the punt guy, Matt Ariza, he got he got accused of rape of you know the underage girls. Come to find out he was innocent. They didn't even wait. They cut for him. the verdict before they got they got rid of him. Why is Von Miller different? What's the difference? Why is Von Miller different? If they're gonna do that to Ariza and it turns out that she lied, and I believe I'm I'm gonna put myself out there. I believe if you lie about stuff like that, your ass need to go to jail too. And I or at least knew, be able I to knew be something was fishy about that. Cause I'm like, this happened umpteen years ago, and y'all waited till this man got to the NFL to 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 start some. Now y'all done ruined this and man's I hate, career. I hate that people take the NFL position. And I hate when women do that. Don't sit here and lie about stuff that really don't happen, because then you have people that it do happen to, and now people are saying things like, now people don't believe them. So that erases the situation. Even got no dang on job. So I mean. I mean, that's crazy, but um, sometimes the sometimes the man side will never be heard. I mean, but we again we don't know the facts. It's, you know, the last time this happened, his girl his girlfriend lied or whoever. I hope to take the same chick he with. I think it was. I I don't know. When he lied, diminishes the credibility of the real victims. Facts. But you know, I don't know the situation. You know, Brian Miller he went to jail for it. He has learned out. We, we don't know. But as it stands, he will be playing tomorrow's game. Um tomorrow. But um, all right, y'all. We got one more break before we go into the picks and predictions the rest of week 14. Uh, we have a little break, but we will be back. And this is Chris from Coffee and Sports, the morning show over on Sports Empire Network. And this is Mo. Catch us on Northeast Streaming Sports Production, Monday through Thursday, 9 to 10 a.m. We hope to see you there. This- All right, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in every Monday through Friday on Sports Empire Network to the Chris, the, uh, with Chris and Mo with a Coffee and Sports Morning Show. Um, every Monday, I mean, every morning, starting off fresh with the news and everything else. Um, going on. So make sure y'all tune in every uh, weekday, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m., uh, 9 a.m. Von Miller should be banned. Okay, the girlfriend did set him up once. We think this time he did it because if he's innocent, why would he turn himself in? Wouldn't be innocent, turn yourself in. Uh, okay. Alright, alright. I see that point. I just need. Alright, so we got picks and predictions. Uh, week 14, oh, I picked the uh, Steelers and I am 0-1-1 right now. So we got the Buccaneers Going up against Atlanta. It's another NFC South matchup we got. This is a trap game if I'm in 
for the Falcons, this is definitely a trap game. They should win this game. I'm going to pick them to win this game, but I would not be surprised if they didn't. <sighs> Any game but Atlanta, I'm always hesitant to pick. <sighs> Bucks got a, you know, their defense is better. Um, I am going to go with Tampa here. I'm going to go with the Bucks to win this game. We got the Battle of the North. We got the Lions up against the Bears. We've seen the Bears have the lead in the last game. The Detroit came back and won, so the Bears choked. Who wins this game? The Lions. Uh, the Lions, the way the Bears, I don't have any faith in the Bears. Period. I'll take the Lions flat out. Damien's being a homer talking about Bears by 50. I can't. What's going on? What's going on? Oh my God. I'm taking the I'm taking Detroit here. Um taking Detroit. Zach uh Jared Goff is is actually having a, a okay season. Sam Laporta, that's the, the rookie um tight end they have is the stud. So is Jamar Gibbs. Amara St. Brown. We already know how he gets down. But um, I'm going to take the Lions. All right, Ern's being a lone wolf here. He's taking the Bears. Got Coach taking the Bear, uh, taking the Lions. Sajan's taking the Lions as well. All right, we got the Colts going up against the Bengals. I feel like this might be an okay game. This will be a decent game. But that being said, give me the Bengals because I just want to see the Colts lose. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. I liked how they played. Monday night against Jake the Browning. Jake Browning, man, looked damn good on 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 Monday. I mean, you, you know, he's a backup. You don't expect a backup to come in, but he's coming in, stepping up into his own, and he's playing really well. I'm gonna go with the Bengals here, but don't count on Uncle Rico and Indy because they did beat uh, the Titans in overtime last week. But um, Uncle Rico's balling out too. Don't remind me. <laughs> Um, Uncle Rico's uh, balling out too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals. Uh, the chat. I see Robert has the Bengals uh, losing. Uh, Ern has Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tigers. Damian Sajan and Coach All are picking Cincinnati. We got the Jags and the Browns. Now the, the Browns did cut PJ Walker. Um, Joe Flacco is getting the start, and then you got Trevor Lawrence. It's not of a, it's not a def. It's, it's he's questionable, but CJ Buster is your back. Is your backup? Who wins this game? The Jaguars, and I don't think it's close. I, I, I don't know what's going. I the quarterback situation in Cleveland will one will will, will forever be a never ending saga because Deshaun Watson gets hurt, and now you have to bring in an old. Joe Flacco because PJ Walker flat out isn't cutting it. And it'll be interesting, but I have the Jags winning. Uh, I'm still taking the Jags. I think Amari Cooper, I think he's questionable. I know he was concussed and a growing injury, like a double whammy, but he passed concussion protocol. I think he may play. I'm, I'm still taking um, the Jags here. I know, um, you know, Cleveland's defense is still legit. But I'm going. I'm going. 
I'm gonna go with uh the Jags here to win this game. Uh, we got the Texans going up against the Jets. I am taking Houston. Take Houston. Give me Houston. I missed over again, but we go back there. I'll, I'm taking I'm taking Houston. CJ Stroud is balling. Um, you know they did lose Tank Dell. That's a killer. But they still got Nico Collins. They still got Robert Woods. Um, finally, Damian Pierce is running. Still got Singletary. Their defense is legit. Will Anderson got five sacks on the year as a rookie. I am taking Houston all day long to beat the Jets. Of course, Dante, you would pick Houston. That's your team. <laughs> uh, Texans, just in, uh, Texans just in the season. J-E-T-S, just in the season. Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, we got the Panthers and the Saints. The Saints, if y'all don't beat the Panthers, Dennis Allen needs to have his pink slip right on the field, Herm Edwards style. And the and Pete Carmichael while we're at it. And y'all just turning on Derek Carr. Don't be nasty to him because you got an in-depth coaching staff. Again, let me find out Derek Carr goes to somewhere where he wasn't wanted. You know, Raider Nation rushed him out. And now y'all going to rush Derek Carr out of New Orleans. Like, y'all didn't um... – I'm not giving them a chance. Saints over the Panthers. Damien has upset. Okay. Uh, I got Carr and the boys. I got the Saints here again. If they lose to the Panthers, they need to fire Dennis Allen on the field. Tom, Michael Thomas and Jamins are, can, are the cancers. Jamins isn't a bad backup. He knows now he's a backup role. He's not a starter in this league he's anymore. Just Michael Thomas, ball. just get rid of Michael Thomas. Just get rid of, just get rid of Michael just Thomas. Just get rid of him. Let's get rid of him. Um, we got L.A. going up against – we got the, uh, the Chargers going up against the Ravens. Or is that the Rams? Hold on. That's the Rams. That's the Rams. Okay. So, we got the Rams going up against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So, y'all got – who you got? I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they're an all-out better team, better roster, better defense. Um, I know L.A. has Aaron Donald, but Aaron Donald hasn't looked Aaron Donald-ish this season, if we're being completely honest. Um the Rams clearly are in rebuild mode. They're playing. They're paying for the whole F them picks attitude to get that Super Bowl. They're paying for that. So I'm taking the Ravens. Now, if they, if Lamar, if the Ravens lose this game, I promise you, I'm gonna laugh. That's facts. Uh, Ravens, the Ravens. I can't. The Ravens in the landslide. Um, their defense is, is playing lights out as well. Patrick Queen, Rokon Smith, Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, Lamar, the defense, the offense is playing well. Quarter, offense is playing well. Um, Lamar is playing great. You know, I know they lost um, Mark Andrews, but Isaiah Likely, uh, Likely is a good tight end, second-year tight end. Zay Flowers is playing lights out. OBJ is actually playing well as well. So I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens here. Um, we got the my, uh, we got the Las Vegas Raiders going up against Minnesota. I think this might be a bounce back game for the Raiders. I know they've been on a little skid because they've been playing some powerhouse teams, but I'm not scared of Minnesota. I know what Josh Dobbs is, and I they should know what Josh Dobbs is not. But they do need to be worried about Justin Jefferson because I think he makes his return. Am I right? Justin Jefferson is back. So yeah, they do need to be conscious of that, but. Eh, give me Minnesota just because of that. Because I don't think the, the Raiders' corners can cover uh, Jefferson. Um. Oh, my God. 
I picked them. I picked the Raiders here. Every time I pick Minnesota, they they lose. lose. Yep. And when I don't pick Minnesota, they win. they win. So you know what? I'm a, I'm I'm going to take the Raiders here because I, I I like Matt Crosby to get pressure on Josh Dobbs. Um, I know Aiden O'Connell. Ah. Jesus Christ. I'm still I'm still taking the Rams, the Raiders. I'm still taking the Raiders here. Still taking the Raiders. Even though I know Minnesota got uh Jefferson coming back, they still got Addison and TJ Hawkinson. I'm still taking the Raiders. As much as I want to switch, I'm taking the Raiders. I'm sticking it. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Give me the Raiders. Seahawks, Sea Chickens versus the 49ers. Niners. Flat out. They look too good, and I don't see the see. I don't know which Seattle I'm gonna get. So, Aaron says Raiders. Sergeant got Minnesota. Everybody's taking Minnesota. He says his quarterback is ass. Aiden <laughs> O'Connell stinks like trash truck juice. 49ers by 17, and Damian got the sea chickens. I'm taking the 49ers. No Geno Smith. They might be playing Drew Locke. I know they have another oh, uh, yeah. quarterback. They brought up. They playing um, Drew Lock. Niners by fifty. <laughs> we we got the Bills going up against Kansas City, and you know these games are usually shootouts. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, his receivers. I'm going to Bills here on a on a you know I'm taking the Buffalo here to beat KC. It's also an Arrowhead, and strange things happen in Arrowhead. So, give me the Chiefs. I I I wouldn't be surprised if just because they were in Arrowhead, some magic went into the receivers' hands and they caught the ball. I I wouldn't be surprised. We got the Denver Broncos going up against them. Android Charges in Los Angeles. Who do you got? I think the Broncos win. Period. Um, like we've said all season, the Chargers have the second highest paid defense and the second worst. So, that being said, give me Denver. And I believe that Russ will be able to regain from that, his little slip up from last week. Um, Denver's defense is also playing pretty well. Give me the charges. God help us all. Give me the charges. Um, I know Kellen Moore. That's why I'm picking Denver's because I want Staley to get fired. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. I'm gonna pick the charges. Herbert, that offense is talented, in my opinion. The Chargers' offense is talented. Eckler, I don't know what they're doing with Eckler. Is it going to be a switch? We're going to see Joshua Kelly. Um, Keenan Allen is still a stud. I still think they don't know how to. I still don't know how. I still don't know why they're not using Quentin Johnston. He's a big target. But I like Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack said last year he almost retired after the Chargers lost that game Mm -hmm. to Jacksonville. And he's playing lights out. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Chargers here. 
But if they lose, Brandon Staley again needs to have his job, Herm Edwards style, on the field. On the tarmac. Here is your pink slip, sir. You know this is yellow. Here is your pink slip. Don't don't even go on a plane. Don't go on a plane. Sunday night game. Got the Eagles going up against the boys. Jerry World. Who are you taking? Because I know the power of a jinx, Dallas. <laughs> it is December. You know Stephen A always says. Just wait, y'all. Just wait. Because Dallas Falls, they're an accident waiting to happen. Like I said, I feel like this is the perfect environment, setting up to be the perfect perfect environment, being that it's on Sunday night football. It's a pretty big game as far as, like, playoff playoff picture and stuff goes, I'm thinking. And the lights are bright. And what does Dallas and Dak do when the lights are the brightest? Choke. Choke. It's setting up for that. But to further jinx them, I'm going to pick them. I'm going to chart. I'm going Eagles here as well. Um, Two Monday night games. I don't know why we got two Monday night games. But, okay, we got the Titans in Miami. Why would they do this? I don't want to watch that, and I'm the Titans fan here. Um, keep it competitive to those people in Nashville, please. You, you two-tone purple, blue people. My Titans, let's keep this competitive. Let's not be stupid. Um, Miami. I'm also going Miami, and then we also got Green Bay and those Giants. Jordan, I should have brought my cheese head up here. Um, I'm going Green Bay. To beat the Giants. Yeah, give me the Packers. All right, so Damian says, why should Brandon Staley get fired? He sucks at, at play calling, but the Chargers are never in the bottom of the division. They are at been in the playoffs. It's not his fault. Brandon Staley, there's no way. He's there, a there's... defensive head coach with the second highest paid defense. That's also the second worst. That he should have been gone for 27 and nothing. And I am going to be mad when Miami smokes my team because, of course, that's my team. I don't want to see them get showboated, whatever. But still, um, Brandon Staley is inept and he has the nerve and the audacity. I can't believe he told a reporter how to do his job. You don't have to ask that question again, being all snippy and sassy. He only asked that because he doesn't do his job very well. Just like Rex Ryan said, he need to be a coach on Division Three. I died. He I said he died. need to be on the D three level. And then when he said, "My wife could do that," there's no way, Brandon Staley. They almost lost to Minnesota. They almost lost to Minnesota because what did they do in the playoffs with Staley? Nothing. Stanley stopped running the ball with Austin Eckler in the playoffs against the Jags. That's why they lost. They were up 27 to nothing. All they had to do was turn around and hand the ball off and do a few kneel downs, and they would have won. Brandon Stanley decided to go for it on fourth and something in his own territory. That gave Minnesota the ball on, like, their 10. Who does what coach does that? Oh, it's analytics. F them analytics. It's Be smart. Sense. 
You do not go for it on fourth and something and if turnover on downs and it's the other and you, you're gonna be on the other team's 10 yard line. Common sense. Common sense. Um, but yeah, I I, I this is gonna be Brandon Staley last year, I feel it. Because there's no way the, the Chargers are talented in my opinion. Justin Herbert's not a bad QB. Mm-mm. They just <sighs> paid him. But he hasn't he has his moments too. He's had his moments this season where he hasn't looked very Herbert-ish. Right. But uh there you have it, guys. Another show is in the books. Again, I appreciate everybody who came on through. Um, again, we will be on the Roku TV side. If y'all have not yet subscribed to the Northeast Streaming uh, Sports Platform on Roku TV, make sure you do. because The show will be on at 7. If y'all didn't catch it here, you can catch it again. Also, we got the live version, uh, the audio version on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever you find your podcast will be on. Make sure y'all tune in and Jury Sports Stories as well. She does an excellent job on her channel. If y'all had not subscribed, make sure you do. And come on back here Monday morning on the Sports and Bar Network. Again, the Coffee and Sports Morning Show starts your day bright and early at 9 a.m. Jerry, anything you got to say before we order out of here? No, but please go subscribe. You know, I got more episodes and stuff. I got a whole lot of content planned, like holiday content, maybe a few rants if my Titans decide to really decide really not to show up in Miami, whatever. But, you know, new episode coming out soon. And that's all I pretty much got. All right, guys. Again, another one in the books. We'll see you next here, next week. Same time, same place, same channel. We're going to get out of here. Enjoy the rest of y'all evening. I mean, you can see right now, without LeBron, Lakers are, are struggling. Let me tell you about a team I hate, all right? I know the Dallas Cowboys fan is here, so I had to make sure he knew how much I hate this Oh, team. I'm ready. I've often said that people who run baseball, they try very hard to ruin it. I'm not Brooklyn. I don't have a problem saying it.